This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Finding Your Bliss with host Judy Liebrach. Heard every Saturday at 1 p.m. on Zoomer Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Finding Your Bliss, the show that helps you find and follow your bliss. I'm Judy Liebrach, and today we're talking all about yoga, meditation, and mantras. And we wanted to help you start off the new year with joy and love and healing for everyone. And to do that, I'm so delighted to introduce you to Rachel McGarry, who believes, amongst other things, that rest is medicine. What a lovely phrase. And she is so excited to share her message and inspire more peace in people's lives through restorative yoga, song, and meditation. Also, later on in the program, our favorite resident psychotherapist, Victoria Laurent Fabish, is here with tips on how to start off the new year with a bang and lots of joy and positivity. But first, let me tell you a little bit more about Rachel McGarry. Several years ago, Rachel felt an inner knowing calling her to completely transform her life by leaving behind her job, city, and key relationships so she could fully follow her passion. Is she amazing for this show or what? A dedicated yoga practitioner since 1995 and a teacher since 2017, Rachel's yoga practice led her on the devotional path of chanting Sanskrit mantras of the bhakti yoga tradition. Soon after, she released her first album, Songs for Shavasana, at the age of 49. As a Canadian devotional chant artist and a certified yoga teacher and owner of the wellness company Sanctuary, Rachel promotes well-being through the practice of deep rest, pre-recorded yoga classes, love that, devotional chanting and guided meditations are available through her online Sanctuary Yoga Membership. These practices provide a variety of opportunities to experience rest as medicine by calming the mind, relaxing the body, and soothing the spirit. Whenever life starts to feel stressful, like we had just before this show, we had a whole technical <laughs> technical mayhem, but thank goodness for the breath and for yoga, we were able to just get grounded and start all over So whenever life starts to feel stressful or out of balance, members can turn to these tools to return to this place of peace. It's beautiful. Find out more all about sanctuary.is, the beautiful website, which we'll be hearing more about at the end of the show. Rachel, welcome to Finding Your Bliss. Thank you for having me. Of course. Rachel, you found us through your mom who's a regular listener, I understand, of Finding Your Bliss. Thank your mom. And that's so fabulous. Can you tell us more about what happened? She was listening to our show. She reached out to you. Tell us what happened. Mm, Actually, it was quite funny. My mom loves your show. She listens all the time. And she says, Rachel, like... You need to you need to look into this. It just it sounds like you would be the perfect guest for this show. And she this was months ago and she kept every time I spoke with her she kept asking me, "Have you reached out yet?" You know, at the end of the show she's always asking for people. Like, you need to you need to, it just sounds like you'd be the perfect fit. And and finally the time felt right and I'd listened to a few episodes and I was very drawn to the way that you interview people and and I just thought, "Okay." And I did and then an hour later I got the message back saying, "Oh yeah, we'd love to have you." And of course, I called my mom right away. And she's like, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> well, that's so what's your mom's what's your mom's first name? My mom's name is Virginia. Well, Virginia, and thank you so much for connecting <laughs> us. And so happy that you're you're a regular listener and we so appreciate your lovely words. So, Rachel, when I read about you, I was captivated by this concept that you talk about of rest as a form of medicine. It just sounds so lovely. Can you tell us more about mm. that? Mm, I would love to. Yes, uh, there's a a friend of mine who says that rest is a radical concept in our society, and it is the medicine for modern times. Rest is the radical concept in our society and the medicine for modern times. And that has really impacted me and guided me in terms of the way that I teach yoga and the way I go about my my work. 
just this idea of, you know, rest being so valuable and, and deep rest, not the kind of rest we get when we're watching television, but the, mm-hmm. the really deep rest that we can get through practice of meditation, of yoga. And with us living in this world where our value sometimes is determined by what we do, what we accomplish, uh, what we produce, it's a whole other way of thinking about ourselves when we start thinking about valuing the practice of rest and deep rest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What are the deepest benefits of resting? What are the benefits to our minds, bodies, and spirits? The benefits of deep rest is that when we can tap into this place of this deep peacefulness within our minds and within our bodies, we actually work within our, par- our, our our nervous system. And it's the parasympathetic nervous system that gets activated, which is the one that triggers the rest and relax and release um, part of our, our nervous system. So our rest and digest. And so when we tap into these deep practices, we actually hijack the nervous system and allow us to sort of settle um, mm. with that. We it, And when we can settle into that, we actually can have... Um, the healing response in the body is heightened and it is turned on. The body can return to this place of balance and homeostasis. Our heart rate lowers, our breath rate lowers, the muscles in the body starts to relax, the mind quiets and settles so we can let go of all those really anxious thoughts. Um, Even our digestion improves when we can come into this place of deep rest and we Mm. we can sleep better. Mm. Because our bodies have unwound to this place of being instead of doing. Lovely. Mm. What inspired you? You're so immersed in in the world of yoga. How did Mm. you first get into a yoga practice? Was it something you did your whole life or something that you picked up on later in life? Mm. I've been practicing yoga since my early 20s and been, um, and by practicing yoga, I mean, I approached it the way many people come to yoga is that I, um, you know, would take a yoga class a couple of times a week and I loved it, but it wasn't a way of life for me until later in life. It was, it was this physical practice, which many of us come to yoga in that way. And it became much more than that. Um, probably 10 or 15 years ago when I, when my daily practice deepened and meditation became a a really big component of my yoga practice where it was way beyond just the physical. Mm -hmm. And about five or six years ago, I took, um, an intensive bhakti yoga training. Mm. Um, it was this Kirtan Academy where we learned these sacred mantras and we, and we chanted together for six days straight Mm. and it had such an impact on me physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. It just, it broke down all, all that was not true. I couldn't, I couldn't not see it anymore Mm -hmm. in my life. And that's when big changes and big shifts started to happen in my world. And, and I kept following this path of bhakti yoga, this yoga of devotion, this yoga of the heart. Mm -hmm. Um, And that I think that was the key moment where my practice deepened um, in in a very rich and very um, beneficial way for me in terms of my own health and well-being. Um, it connected me to the divine in a way that I have never experienced before in my life. So just for our listeners, can you explain mm-hmm. the of the heart, Dr. Yoga? Can you elaborate more on how, what characterizes this yoga from all other yogas? Mm-hmm. So there's four main paths to yoga. So we often know the Raja Yoga, the one that is the physical yoga and meditation. There's also the yoga of knowledge, which is the study of the scriptures and stuff, which is the young um, yoga. Um, there's also the yoga of selfless service, the karma yoga. And then there's bhakti yoga, mm-hmm. the fourth path. And, and bhakti is really this, it's this ecstatic practice of singing to the divine. And so it is this beautiful practice of either chanting individually or in group, or it can also be um, studying the sacred texts or or, um, having a puja or an altar that we do offerings. But the most accessible part is is singing. 
singing and through through the chanting of Sanskrit mantras, this ancient language. Yes. Mm-hmm. And can anyone, because I'm sure people are wondering, well, what if I'm Catholic or what if I'm yes. Protestant? What if I'm Jewish? Yes. What if I'm Muslim? What is this for anybody in any religion? Is this sort of a universal language? Because I think when people hear devotional chanting, they think, oh, I'm not allowed to do that in my religion. Yeah. But it's not a religion. Right, right. And and these mantras predate any organized religion, and they're actually found in different, so Hinduism, of course, Jainism, um, Buddhism, all use these ancient mantras, these sound vibrations to tap into this immense power. So it is accessible to everybody. And with, you know, I think for me, it, it comes down to the intention like i approach this practice with the utmost honoring and respect and intention to do to do that when i when i chant to connect with the divine in that way and i think that's a big part of it and i honor the roots you know the south asian roots of this tradition um and i think that's an important that's an important question an important piece so it is accessible to all faiths um, to no matter what, you can chant the mantra Om Mani Padme Hum, like this mantra of compassion mm-hmm. to, you know, to in, in bring that um, into your own vibration. And I think that's what happens when we chant is we take these beautiful mantras and when we chant them, we're tuning into the energy of the mantra. And so that energy kind of infuses us and can help to shift things in our own energy fields. Mm-hmm. We're we're going to hear you sing later on two beautiful mm-hmm. tracks from one of your albums, and you have a new one coming out as well, and and it's just gorgeous. And I had to wonder when I first heard your voice, um, because you're so impassioned, and I I can hear the passion in your voice, but also you have a beautiful singing voice. Were you always a singer? Yes. Um, <laughs> well, my. My mom tells me, well, I know it was the first thing I ever wanted to be as a child was a singer. And my mom, uh, yes, tells me stories of me entertaining guests at two years old coming out and singing Uh, um, very inappropriate songs for a two year old. (laughs) Do you know what I love about this, Rachel, is that you have taken all the best parts of you, your beautiful singing voice and your desire to be real and to not... You know, a lot of us sometimes live uh, knowing that we're not living our best life, and but we are too afraid to make the changes that we would need to do in order to, to make it our best life. So you took all of that and then your abilities that you learned in your teacher training in the Bhakti tradition to start your own very successful business, helping other people to do the same, to do yoga and meditation and also sing. And this to me is such a great finding your bliss story because it's like you took all the best parts of yourselves and you stitch them all together to create this wonderful thing. Were you, and and we're going to get more into your business in a moment, or you can tell us about it now, but your website is lovely. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do and what you offer? Because I just love that it's such a bliss story that it's the best of you. You put it all together and hence that's why it's becoming successful. Mm, thank you. Yes, I, I love the way that you say that. And it and it does feel like that. Um, when uh, I was studying restorative yoga, and I just and I found this really beautiful place of rest that can be received immediately, I got the idea that I would start doing sing you to sleep restorative yoga. And it's one of my most popular <laughs> programs, because people need this deep rest, and they're not getting it in their life. So I know if people are snoring in my class, this is a good thing. This is a, this good is thing. a really good thing. Yeah. I want to do one of your classes. I'm so excited. I'm, I, sign me up. Um, can you just tell our listeners what restorative yoga is all about, what it looks like, what happens. Yes, yes. So restorative yoga is all about undoing. It's not about doing. It's finding supports, props in the practice to support the body in these poses that we hold for five to ten minutes or even longer. And because we hold the poses for so long and the body is in this really supported state, the body can slowly unwind and let go of habitual ways of holding, of patterns and ways of being, because it it, it does have that support. So it's really about undoing. Mm. So it gives people permission to have the ultimate comfort in their yoga class, not feel this like pressure to keep up or stress. It's all about honoring the body. And that's what I really love about these these the restorative yoga practice and these kind of more gentle practices of yoga is they're very body honoring and so when people come into these 
um, this place, they can access deep, deeper rest. They can, you know, tune into their own hearts, into their own spirits and allow all of the craziness in the mind to kind of settle. And it can help just by holding the body still. How long would a restorative yoga online class be for? Um, online, I would say about an hour, but I do, I do restorative bliss sessions that are two hours in person, which mm. is a really nice, long, yeah, blissful, um, class. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> You're speaking my language. Yeah. Do you, do you also practice Reiki? I do. I oh do. my goodness. I do. Wow. Can you give us a quick description uh, of what Reiki is? Reiki is basically just allowing this universal loving energy to flow through me to be able to um, give somebody else a little bit of that experience. Mm-hmm. Lovely. It yeah. all comes down to the breath. And you recognize, and I know that you do, that the breath is a fundamental part of the yoga practice. In fact, we began this show by taking in a couple of beautiful inhales and, and, and exhales, of course. And mm-hmm. it was so calming and wonderful. Can you tell us mm-hmm. more about the breath practices that you teach to your students? Mm-hmm. Um, basically two forms. So one is just being, being aware of our breath and how we're breathing. Most of us breathe very shallow and breathe quite a lot. So short, shallow breaths. And it's just becoming aware of what our patterns of breath is and then allowing and then doing a little bit more a guided practice where we, we consciously deepen the breath. Mm-hmm. where we can access the fullness of our of our lung capacity right from the bottom all the way up to the upper most upper part underneath the collarbones and and we do different breath practices based on what we'd like to receive from them so some of them are energizing many of them are are soothing and relaxing um so every restorative class will start with a different breath, with a breath practice for me to get us into that space and my hope is always that when people come to my class, they can walk away with something. They can have like a little tool in their back pocket where they can pull it out. I'm feeling really stressed. Oh, I did this recalibration breath today where we inhale and we exhale out the mouth and oh, Mm. that soothed me. So in this moment, can I reach for that? So that's my hope is that people will have tools that they can use in their day-to-day life. Wow. Mm -hmm. We all hear the word mantra, but many people don't understand exactly what a mantra is and how it can work for you. Can you tell us just briefly a little bit about mantras? Sure, sure. Mantra itself, the word itself means to release us or liberate us from the mind. So it can help us when we recite mantras to give the mind something to do, actually. So it does liberate us from those chronic, hyperactive kind of patterns of thinking and being. One of the most beautiful yoga practices is yoga nidra. Can you Mm. tell our listeners all about the beautiful practice of yoga nidra? Mm-hmm. Oh, yoga nidra takes this deep breath to a whole other level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in a yoga nidra practice, it's sometimes referred to as yogic sleep, but it's actually not sleep at all. Yoga nidra, through a guided um, meditation, takes us into this place of a theta brainwave state where our our brains actually start to come into this place that taps into our creativity, our ability to, to journey, our ability to really slow down and, and rest. And it is an altered kind of state that comes just through this guided practice. And when we're there in that deep state of rest, our bodies can really let go and relax. Our minds go somewhere else and they can just settle and calm. And I think if you've ever done a yoga nature practice, by the end of it, you know something <laughs> magical has happened because you're not the same person as when you started the class, for sure. Uh, isn't this wonderful? My mm-hmm. favorite pose by far, and I think it's many all uh, yoga people will know what I'm talking about, is Shavasana. And most importantly, I think it is one of the most important poses in a yoga practice. Can you tell us a little bit more about Shavasana? Yes, And I agree with you, Judy. It is the most important pose in yoga. And oftentimes at the end of a yoga class, no matter how vigorous the class, the class ends in Shavasana. It's this place of rebalancing. It's this place of coming back to the earth, grounding with the earth, feeling this connection um, and release. And when we come into meditation, sometimes many of us sit, but sometimes it's not comfortable to sit. And so coming into a meditation in Shavasana, coming into a yoga nidra in Shavasana is a beautiful practice as well. Even if, 
you know, before you go to bed, before you get into your bed, if you do a little gentle, you know, movement or stretching, then lay down in Shavasana for a little bit and just concentrate on the breath and just relaxing can be a really nice way to kind of calm the body before sleep. That's so lovely. Meditation is a huge part of what you do. Mm -hmm. And can you tell us just a little bit about the journey that you've taken with meditation and how meditation has really changed you and helped you blossom? Mm, I think for me, um, meditation has been this connection with my own inner knowing, my own inner wisdom. It's been able to tap into that in a way that I hadn't before, where it's just people say like prayer is the asking and meditation is the receiving. And that's Mm. how I feel about meditation. It's just providing some space for divine messages to come through for whatever encouragement or support that I might, but it's actually taking the time to quiet my mind and to quiet myself so that I can access this place of knowing, access this place of wisdom. And all of us have this place, but then all of us have our own inner knowing. It's a matter of um, for me, meditation is the way to mm, tune into it, to connect with it, to really uh, listen. Mm, so lovely. Mm-hmm. I think you're all very lucky because I think Rachel is going to lead us right now in a short meditation. And I always say to people, it doesn't have to be a whole thing, like a whole 30 minute thing. It can be a few minutes a day to start. And I'd love it if you would share that with our listeners. Absolutely. And thank you for saying that. Yeah, some people think that it needs to be this very long practice and it doesn't. Um, The membership has like five minute meditations for people, which I think is accessible. People can, I got five minutes on my break to just like, whew, calm and tune in. So we'll do a short one together now. So I'll invite people, unless you're driving, to um, close your eyes or lower your gaze. And just lengthen your spine a little, sitting up a little taller. And just beginning to notice your breath as it enters your body and as it leaves your body. Noticing the quality of your breath. Is it deep or shallow? fast or slow or are you barely breathing let's deepen our breath taking a nice deep breath way into the belly and exhaling another deep breath into the belly long slow exhale and just bringing your attention to your physical body. Noticing sensations in the body, any places of ease, any places of tension, and just allowing the body to be just as it is. Drawing your attention to your mind, to the quality of your thoughts. Noticing as thoughts come in and thoughts go out. Just allowing them to be exactly as they are. Nothing to change. Nothing to grasp. And then bringing your attention to your heart. Noticing what emotions are here at the surface or just underneath. And allowing them to be just as they are. Let's return to this beautiful, deep breath, breathing deep into the belly. And long, slow exhale. Continuing breathing in. Long, deep inhale. And long, slow exhale. And one more breath. the end of that exhale slowly coming back to your body and the space that you're in allowing yourself to be exactly as you are and slowly opening your eyes 
Wow. <laughs> that was really fantastic, I have to say. I am uh, so a person who's going to sign up for your classes because these are just lovely. Wow. Thank you for that, Rachel. You are the owner of the wellness company Sanctuary, and you do have a wonderful website. And you talk all about becoming a Sanctuary member. What does that mean exactly? Mm, uh, sanctuary membership is something new that I've started this year. Um, and it's an online portal to all things yoga. So there are five to 30 minute practices, uh, meditation, breath practices, chanting, and of course, lots of uh, restorative yoga. I have beautiful like TLC practices for wrists and necks. And, mm. and I also do, um, as part of the membership, a couple of live classes on Zoom a month. So it could be restorative yoga. It could be a lullaby night where I sing you to sleep. It could be um, a chant practice. And so um, members can join and, and be a part of this membership. There's different levels. And the other level has some private um, classes included as well. So uh, yes, it's this... Um, yeah, this beautiful place um, for us to gather in community um, to practice yoga in, in the broader sense of yoga. Mm -hmm. And I know, Rachel, you mentioned this to my producer that Rachel has kindly offered to gift all of our listeners with a free one month rest membership, an online mm -hmm. yoga subscription. And all you have to do is use the discount code BLISS. That's so lovely. Yes. <laughs> Thank absolutely. you for that. Thank you oh, for that. I look forward to it. We, we yeah. talked off the top about how you released your first album at the age of 49, which, and I love that because it shows us that dreams have no expiration date. As we've all learned through the pandemic, people are, you know, sort of recreating and reimagining and, and it's wonderful. And you created this beautiful album at this stage in your life. And, uh, and, and I wanted to say also that, as we mentioned, you're also a beautiful singer and you sing what is referred to in yoga as devotional chant music. And we're going to listen to a gorgeous song right now called Sweet Lament. Can you just briefly set it up for us? Mm, yes. Um, all of the songs on Songs for Shavasana are songs that I sang to my students in my restorative yoga classes. These are what I call lullabies for grownups. So excited for you all to hear this beautiful song. Rachel is singing Sweet Lament, and let's all have a listen. Due to international copyright law, podcasts are unable to include music. Music can only be played on the live radio broadcast. Finding Your Bliss airs every Saturday at 1 p.m. If you'd like to hear this artist's music, you can find the link to our Finding Your Bliss SoundCloud in the episode description. That was so beautiful, Rachel. Oh my goodness, that is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. You also have a new album that you're working on that will be released in the fall of 2022. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Mm, it's, um, it's in the beginning stages and it is an album in honor of the divine feminine. Um, and right now, well, it is called She Rises. <laughs> so that can give nice. you a little idea. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. I have to say, and not just for the album, there's so much more that I want to talk to you about uh, your wonderful teacher training program. So you went to a teacher training program. You've curated your own very special one. I might want to talk to you about that after uh, in the break, uh, but it just sounds so great. So first, my first question is, will you come back again? Because I think we oh, have much more to discuss. <laughs> absolutely. I would love to. That would be wonderful. What is bliss for Rachel McGarry? Oh, I think it's connecting with the deepest truth of myself and following it. That's bliss. And I think you help people achieve exactly that. Thank you. And I think that's bliss too. As just as, a, as a, an outsider watching that, it's like, wow, you do such beautiful work in the world. What is the best way for people to contact you and connect with you on social media? I think the best way for people to find me is through my website at sanctuary.is, or you can find me on Spotify or Instagram. That's lovely. We're going to go on a short commercial break and more with Finding Your Bliss when we come back with Victoria Laurie and Fabish. But stay with us because 
One of my favorite songs and tracks on Rachel McGarry's album is coming up for you at the end of the show. So stay tuned for that. And for more on this wonderful um, membership discount code bliss, uh, lovely gift that uh, Rachel McGarry is giving our listeners as well. So we are going to be right back after this short commercial break with therapist Victoria Laurent Fabish right after this. Be right back. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by CREATE, Canada's leading fertility centre for over 25 years. CREATE is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. CREATE is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, CREATE is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. CREATE has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? CREATE Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about CREATE Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. We are back, and this is Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio, AM 740, FM 96.7. And we're joined now by our favorite resident psychotherapist, relationship expert, life coach, author, and speaker, Victoria Laurent Fabish, who is here to give us some joyful tips on how to kick off 2022 with a bang. Victoria, Happy New Year, and welcome back to Finding Your Bliss. Oh, happy new year. Thank you for having me back. I love it here. We love having you on the show, Victoria. Thank you. So here we are, <laughs> Victoria. Yes. It's we're, a, here again. <laughs> we're here again. It's January 2022. The show is Finding Your Bliss, and we've been through a lot, haven't we? And we just heard from our yoga expert. What is your advice in getting through this new year and all this uncertainty with this Omicron variant and all the feelings that come on top of worrying about getting sick, God forbid being sick with this, the guilt, worry, sadness. This is tough stuff. What are you hearing from your clients? And what is your advice on how to get through all of this with grace and grit? So here's the thing. I'm saying this message a lot to people, you know, and I say it to myself. You know, life is happening for you, not to you. You know, it's happening for us. I mean, if there ever was a time, if there ever was a time in life that we were being given an opportunity to learn the art, the necessity of surrender, it would be now. Because honestly, we don't have any control. The, the second you think you have control mm. is the second you will be shown you don't. Absolutely true. Okay. And, and, and if that means you want to cry, I've, I've done some crying. Mm. I, I, invite, I invite the listeners to cry yeah. because crying has all the wonderful biochemicals of release, but it also helps us to do some, some, you know, some emotional taking stock, you know, what we really are feeling where we stop that, that, that suppression because, you know, there's this thinking that says, oh, if I just stay positive, I'll be okay. And, and, and that's honestly, with respect, that's, it's a bit of BS. Mm -hmm. We're all a bit effed right now. Mm -hmm. And so we've got to, we've got to know that yet at the same time, we got to surrender because we just literally do not know what is happening minute to minute. And I have clients that are raging. I'm a victim Mm -hmm. raging at me. I feel victimized. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Yeah, sister. Yeah, brother. I get it. We're all feeling that way. And we're not a victim Mm -hmm. because we have control over one thing. We don't have control over the outcomes or over life, but we have control over one thing, you know, or what thought, not feeling, what thought we climb onto. Mm -hmm. And thoughts are like trains at a train station. What thought are you going to get on? Mm -hmm. Don't get on all of them. Don't get on the panic thought. Don't get on the despair thought. You know, maybe get on it for two seconds and come off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But But, you know, we have control over the thoughts that we, you know, obsess over and not obsess over. That's ours to to be in charge of. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But there is a lot of fear and there is a lot of anxiety. And our supervising producer, Mag Ruffman, said Uh, you got to almost find 
three things or even one thing that's going to keep you calm and centered? Is it yoga? Is it meditation? What is it for you? What do you recommend to people if they needed one thing to calm and anchor them during these times? What would it be? So the question I often ask are, so what can you do? Mm-hmm. You can't do this and you can't do that. And you don't know about this. And you don't know. But what can you do? Mm-hmm. Well, you can cook a really good muffin. <laughs> you can you can be really kind to somebody. You can work your gratitude list like it's there's it's, like it's your last <laughs> work your gratitude list. You know, you can you can you can write. You can watch a good movie. You can be you know. There's so many things that you can be in charge of. But there's a lot you can't. And I get that. I mean, I, I don't want to BS people say, oh, it's all fantastic and all amazing. That's yeah. that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm just saying that, you know, in the in the inimitable words of Viktor Frankl, when we can, I, I'm going to botch it up, but when we cannot change our environment, we are tasked to change ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's what we got to do in an environment that we don't have control over or we have no choice over. We got to do the work internally and we got to respond to life from our from our well within ourselves. Mm-hmm. Victoria was just talking about Viktor Frankl's Search for Meaning, which is an incredible book to, to, to hold on to. I also say to people right now, reading books, like we've, we've, we've oh, kind yeah. of done the Netflix series Again, right? Like there's just some, yeah. I'm reading the book uh, Will by Will Smith, which is actually oh, phenomenal, yeah. full of chapters on purpose and meaning and some really great stuff and his story. He's so transparent, just a beautiful book. Anything by Brene Brown is oh. so good to read as well. Oh, I, I really feel so inspired when I, when I, you know, daring greatly and all, all the stuff about vulnerability and all the stuff, you know, she rocks my world and then read my books. (laughs) (laughs) Victoria's books are great. So let's, let's just mention them. Victoria's two very, very good books, which have been on this show and we've talked about them are. So my first one is find your self culture, moving from depression and anxiety to monumental self acceptance. And you can get the audio book on audible and on iTunes, and you can get the book on my website, visualizationworks.com. And then the second one, if you're fighting a lot with your spouse or if you're dating or if you're, or if you're doing anything with respect to a relationship, it's called connecting, rewire your relationship culture really helps us up our relationship game, how to fight fair, how to operate within conflict and not have it destroy your life it's powerful. I love that. I love that. I don't love the word New Year's resolutions, but I do love the word goals and hopes and mantras, not resolutions. So do you suggest to people that they create a mantra for the new year or just an intention for the new year? Uh, I want to be calmer, happier, more focused, more courageous. I want to simplify. I want to be less phobic. I'll be honest with you. This, this whole virus thing, this whole COVID Omicron thing, it's got me a little bit fearful. Um, you know, so I'd like to maybe try your word surrender. It's actually ringing really wonderfully to me right now, that word you suggested off of the top of this interview. But anything to say about New Year's resolutions, your take on it? Yeah, I mean, I always say that New Year's resolutions are often very, very militaristic. And when they are, the inner child within you will rebel hard. So don't do a militaristic resolution because the inner child will go, ah, that's too much. Stop it now. So what I say is no New Year's resolution, but aspirational intentions is a way to go. So aspirationally work out, aspirationally, intentionally uh, connect with nature, aspirationally, intentionally don't be so triggered and so, um, and you know, losing your cool all the time and being angry. Work aspirationally, be kinder to yourself, more compassionate with yourself. And here's the thing I want you to really remember or everybody to really remember. Folks, it's all pain. <laughs> the pain of doing the same thing over and over and, and giving in to other people and saying yes when you don't want to say, that's painful. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of pain doing that. There's also the pain of doing new things and trying new things and and saying no and being, you know, your true self. That's painful, too. The question you want to ask is, which pain do you want to engage in? Do you want to engage in the pain of the same old, the self-betrayal, the the stuff that's like just uh, just not operating from courage? Or do you want to engage in the pain, which it is painful, of the new, of the trying, of the, the uncomfortability? I say, let's go for that kind of pain. And there is no change without paying the currency of pain. You got to sort of pay that currency. And that's the thing you will pay to actually grow. 
Absolutely. We are entering the third year of the pandemic, though, and a lot of people have had it. A lot of people have just had it. How do we stay connected to our joy and to our bliss? You're a very blissful person. This is why I want to ask you that question. I can't say that I'm a very blissful person. I can say that I'm a very joyful person that seeks to engage in the bliss of the regular. So a lot of this stuff is, you know, we don't have a lot of excitement of, you know, parties and, and, and this and that. So we've got to really indulge and really find and cultivate, not indulge, but cultivate the wonderment and the bliss of the regular, of the quotidian, of the, of the just normal and really appreciate those around you. And, and I'm, I know I'm being a bit trite and a bit, a bit sort of cliche, but literally see the miracles of every moment of every relational experience. I can't tell you how much I appreciate my friends now more than I have ever, my family, my husband more than ever, you know, my health. These are things we might've taken for granted. You can't anymore. There is none of that. It's all so precious. It's all so precious. And I, I also love when you say, to learn to recognize what baits you and learn to let go of stuff that's not serving you anymore. Can you speak to that? Yeah. So the real deal on the letting go is that it's slow. True letting go is slow, not bombastic amputation. So here's the thing. When we let go, what I want people to prepare for massively is there's going to be that void lost feeling prepare for that. Don't just think I'm letting go of that toxic person. It's going to feel amazing. (laughs) No, I'm letting go of that toxic person, place or thing. And it's going to feel lonely and it's going to feel sad and it's going to feel empty. Let me prepare for that. Let me not just do it without that important preparation. Absolutely. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. In your TikTok videos, you often say that, and by the way, everyone, check out Victoria Laurent Fabish's TikTok videos. They are great. Thanks Uh, for the shout out. (laughs) I have a lot of fun doing them. You're so good at them. You Really, I often marvel and think, how did she do that? That's that's (laughs) for another day. But in your TikTok videos, you often say that feelings are like trains at a train station. What do you mean by that? Well, don't get on a, listen, we're at a train station. There's all these trains and in our being, there's all these feelings. There's all these thoughts. Don't get on all of them. That's, that's called just a recipe for, for anxiety. Mm-hmm. Don't pick one train, one feeling and focus in on that and work with it. Troubleshoot it. Mm-hmm. So let's say your feeling is fear. So you're going to get on that train and you're going to work with it, understand it. You're going to, you're going to unpack it. You're going to get logical about it. You're going to ask yourself questions about it and you're going to totally decode it and unpack it so that you're not at the mercy of it. Mm-hmm. So feelings are like trains at a train station. Don't get on all of them. Work with one at a time. Do you have a number one tip to help people prepare and get through the new year? What can they do? I mean, surrender, yes, is great. Yeah. What else can people do just to embrace it, maybe? I say people don't watch the news too much. Pick and choose a time once, maybe once a day. It's, it's all changing so fast. It's all so bombastic. The media, you know, needs to sell their newspaper, <laughs> their show, their everything. So it's it's just, it's too much. I think people, I have clients that are, just devastated by the news, devastated, the PTSD that's going on right now, the post-traumatic stress that is going on. Oh my God, it's happening again. It's happening again, kind of thing. So I'm like, go on a media fast, pick, you know, try not to do media every day, meditate, meditate, meditate. And if you can't meditate, walk in nature, breathe, 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 connect with loved ones. If you don't have animals, put puppies and cats on your screen and watch that for 10 to 15 minutes a day has been shown to increase your serotonin. Mm. Okay. All right. So do that. Yeah. And, and more than anything, don't do a lot of crappy food. No, that is going to tax your liver and tax your adrenals. So just let's have a little bit of the crap food, but mostly healthful food so that you are giving your body the sustenance to handle, keep your immune system strong. I'm a holistic psychotherapist. Keep your immune system strong. Keep your mind strong. Keep your spirit strong, which is going to carry every every part of it. And how do you keep your spirit strong? You connect with the divine. I believe that's an important thing. Whatever that means to you, it could be tree trunk. It could be God. It could be whatever it is. doesn't matter. Connect with the divine energy. 
Yeah, absolutely beautiful advice. And also, I, I would add to that, listen to music. Oh, and, yeah. Right? Music is just dance, so... It's dance in your out. home. <laughs> and, and that is connecting to spirit. <laughs> and, you know, I, we've been known to slow dance in the middle of the living room to, to, a, little, to a little crazy, wonderful soul music. <laughs> you know? Yes. I love yes. that. That's really great advice. I love... I'm going to try that one. What is bliss for Victoria Lorian Fabish? <sighs> I would say my bliss happens when I'm able to profoundly connect with my deep, authentic me. Be your true self. That is so healing. That is so healing, you know, to do that. And so my bliss is when I deeply connect in with my creativity, my writing, my dance, my music, and my love energy, where I'm giving to others with an, with, with, with an open heart, but always from a full vessel. Always from a full vessel. I love that. I also love your hair. Your hair looks beautiful today. Really gorge. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> we talk that. after. I've got to ask you about your hairdresser. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> what is the best way for people to contact you, Victoria, and connect with you on social media? So visualization visualizationworks.com is my website where everything is there. I have a wonderful YouTube channel that has over 600,000 views where all my videos, I've got my TikTok, Victoria Lorraine Fabish, my Instagram. I love to connect with the world where possible. So find me on my website. There's where my books are, my articles, my videos, my everything. And find me on social media. I'm there. That's fantastic. And if anybody is looking for somebody and needs a therapist to talk to, to get help through this time, Victoria Lorian Fabish, check her out on her website. You can connect with her. If you're having difficulty doing that, you can write to us at FYB at findingyourbliss.com and we will connect you up. I want to thank you so much, Victoria, for being on the show today. It's always great to see you and get your sage advice and your great attitude. Thank you for having me, sweetheart. Thank you so much and happy, healthy, safe new year and only good things. And we will get there because we're all in it together. So we will get there together. Thank you. We're going to go on a short commercial break, more with Finding Your Bliss, and we will hear Rachel McGarry sing again when we come back. Back in a moment. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by Create, Canada's leading fertility center for over 25 years. Create is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. Create is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, Create is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. Create has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? Create Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about Create Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. We are back, and this is Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio and feeling so relaxed after this glorious hour. And we're joined again by yoga and meditation expert, Rachel McGarry, who's going to be singing us out of the show today. So hi again, Rachel. Hi. Can you tell us about this beautiful track? It was the one that I said, we have to play this on the show. It's called Loving Kindness. Can you give us just a little bit of a setup of what this is all about? One of my favorite meditations is the loving kindness meditation. So I suspect mm. it has to do with that a little as well. Absolutely. This is a, a mantra, Om Mani Padme Ham, that is often chanted to Kuan Yin, the goddess of compassion, a Buddhist mantra, a Buddhist goddess. Um, and this mantra is, this mantra, the song is really all about um, having compassion for self and for others. So wonderful. Well, without further ado, here is Loving Kindness by the incredible Rachel McGarry. Due to international copyright law, podcasts are unable to include music. Music can only be played on the live radio broadcast. Finding Your Bliss airs every Saturday at 1 p.m. If you'd like to hear this artist's music, you can find the link to our Finding Your Bliss SoundCloud in the episode description. Okay, I'm crying. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's so beautiful. It's just absolutely so beautiful. And I know, I know people can access this by going to your website, which you're going to tell us again about. But can people also get this wonderful album on Spotify? Yes, absolutely. Yes, you can follow me on Spotify or you can get if you want to. I don't know, some people still want physical copies. You can get that from my website. <laughs> 
And tell us your website again. It's uh, sanctuary.is. It's so wonderful. Well, I, I really... I always say I want to thank everyone, of course, for being on the show, but I really, really thank you, Rachel, for being on the show today. I, I just think that what you're offering to the world is so important and so blissful. And truly, it has just been an absolute honor to have you here. Oh, thank you so much, Judy. It's a pleasure for me to be here as well. Thank you so much. And thank you, Virginia. That we are really, we are really glad that uh, you connected us. Each week, we spotlight a singer, songwriter, or musician on the show. If you're a singer, please write to us at music at findingyourbliss.com. And if you're an author, artist, yoga, meditation, or mindfulness expert, or anyone who has found and is following their bliss, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at fyb at findingyourbliss.com. I'm also a life coach, and if I can help you in any way, let me know. You can reach out and contact me at findingyourbliss.com slash coaching. And as mentioned, I'm also on Insight Timer, the number one free meditation app. All you have to do is search up Judy Liebrecht. And of course, you can follow us at The Bliss Minute on Instagram and Facebook. In Bliss News, I am so excited to announce the first giveaway of 2022, our Finding Your Bliss giveaway, courtesy of Rewind Couture, who are giving away a $100 gift card. Toronto's premier destination for authentic, high-end designer goods and vintage, Rewind strives to create a highly curated collection of designer clothing, handbags, shoes, and accessories at discounts of up to 90% off of retail pricing. It's no secret that they're one of the best boutiques in Toronto. The contest is on right now and closes on Tuesday, January 18th at 6 p.m. For all the contest details, just go to at the Bliss Minute on Instagram. Also, we are delighted to share that Montreal Gazette columnist Josh Fried, who was just a guest on this show, has a new documentary coming out, In Your Face, premiering on CBC's The Nature of Things on Friday, January 21st at 9 p.m. Did you know that the average person recognizes about 5,000 people, including countless celebrities they've never met? How do we do it? And what's the latest science behind it? There's so much more to this than meets the eye. So make sure to tune in to Josh Reed's new documentary premiering next week on CBC's The Nature of Things. That's January 21st at 9 p.m. And finally, be sure to visit Rachel McGarry's website, www.sanctuary.is and sign up for a free one month rest membership, an online yoga subscription. And all you have to do is use the discount code BLISS. I would like to thank our guests, Rachel McGarry and Victoria Laurent-Fabish for being on the program today. Also, thank you to Mag Ruffman, producer Siobhan Kiley, associate producer Shelley Koskinen, senior editor Haley Allegia, editorial assistant Lauren Kaminsky, and audio producer Faz Kazi and everyone here at Zoomer. And of course, a big thank you to our sponsor, the Create Fertility Center. For everyone here at Finding Your Bliss, I'm Judy Liebrack, reminding you all to look for the joy in the everyday, try some yoga, meditation, and mindfulness, and take one step closer to finding your bliss. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.